Hello you beauts, welcome to Magic From Within podcast. I am your host, Abby Elizabeth Hilton, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation and personal development. You are in the right place if you are an ambitious woman or aspiring entrepreneur, ready to awaken to your power and align with your true purpose. I absolutely love empowering women to achieve everything they once thought was impossible. So in these episodes, I will teach you how to up-level your mindset, overcome limiting beliefs and manifest the life and business of your wildest dreams. Are you ready to unlock your magic from within? Then let's get started in today's episode. Hello you beauts, welcome back and thank you so much for being here. If you're new to this poddy, welcome. If you're a returner, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate your love, your support oh, it just means the absolute world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad that you're giving yourself this time and space to dive into this potty episode today. That is an act of self-love. It's an act of self-care. It really is an act of you aligning with your higher self. You know, when we create space in our day to learn, to grow, evolve, to do things that allow us to align further with the best version of us, that is beautiful, it's powerful, it's amazing. So I'm really seeing you, I'm really witnessing your bravery and your courage for being on this journey, for allowing yourself time and space out of your busy day, because it's so easy, isn't it, to come up with excuses. You know, we're too tired, we're too busy, got too much on and there's such a difference between being busy and being productive right in fact that could be like a podcast episode in itself a whole podcast episode something that I personally notice that I fall into the trap of being busy all the time and it's so important to come back to that notion of wait am I just being busy and like taking up space and time and am I actually being productive within the working hours that I'm working Because the more productive we are, the more time we do have to slow down, the more space that we have to fill our days with other things that fill our cup up and light us up. And that's the goal, right? To just have our days filled with the things that make us feel like the best version of us, whatever that looks like to you, for you, to you, for you. (laughs) Just some like free little things that really can fill your cup up something like this, a podcast episode, which is so, like, so many lessons, so many learnings, and it's, like, easy to listen to as well, right? Like, when you're out on a walk, when you're on the dog walk, or when you're on the ride to work in the morning, if you're at the gym, on the treadmill, like, wherever you are in the world, like, how fucking cool is that? How cool is that? Like, we literally have access to podcasts, all we have to do is press play. Like, I just find that incredible we're so lucky um and that's why i truly believe that so many more people are on this journey of expansion and growth and awakening because we're becoming more aware of things 
that we never used to be aware of because we have access to the information, we have access to the teachings, we have access to the insight, to the wisdom. It's so much easier, isn't it now, you know? With YouTube and podcasts and Instagram, social media, like we can dive into the world of personal growth and development and spirituality so much easier now. And I'm just, I just find that fascinating. So I'm truly grateful for that. I don't know about you, but I'm truly grateful. There's no way I'd have been able to find the coaches that I've personally had, my mentors, if it hadn't have been for these platforms. It, there's no way, eh, eh, I sounded proper scouts then, did I? <laughs> there's no way I'd have learned the amount that I've learned and grown in the way that I've grown if it hadn't have been for all of the podcast episodes that I've had the absolute pleasure of listening to. So yeah, deeply grateful. Sending out my gratitude to life, to podcasts to social media, to my coaches, to my mentors, to all of the things. So in today's party episode, I felt really called to share this in the hope that it helps you in some kind of way. And it's going to be a bit of a, I don't know, it's, it's going to be like, it's not my usual style podcast, but I really wanted to, I really wanted to do it because I think it's going to be um, helpful. So I was having a little reflection the other week in a journaling session and I just started kind of listing some key things that I personally have implemented in my life that have made the profound shifts. And it's things that are so accessible. It's things that you can tap into today if you desire to tap into them. It's also things that can be super beneficial even if you just do it once. But if you really are committed to your growth journey and to your practices, the more that you do it, the more that you tap into these practices, tap into these tools, the, the, the more um, transformational they'll be, the more impact you'll experience. Um, yeah, so I suppose this podcast episode today, I want to provide you with some of those things that I have implemented into my life that I have really found completely have changed my life or transitioned me who I am how I've grown how I've overcome like bad habits that were actually holding me back fears limiting beliefs you know that spot of like procrastination <laughs> not focused distraction so you may have heard some of these before you may have heard all of them you may introduce some of them already into your day-to-day life Some of them may be new. Um, Some of them may just act as a beautiful reminder. Maybe you've heard of them before, but you've just never actually implemented them. And maybe this podcast episode acts as a way of giving you that little nudge. Maybe it's a sign for you to go back to that practice, go back to that tool and implement it more consistently into your routine, into your life, so that you can actually see the magic of it unfold. Um, So yeah, I really hope that you can take maybe at least one of these practices away. Maybe you come across something that you've not even heard of. Some of them aren't even practices. Some of them are just simple things that you can do to really help to improve your focus, to prevent you being so distracted, um, to help prevent procrastination to stop you getting in that deadly scroll hole which hands up I so relate to this one it's so easy isn't it once you find yourself on Instagram by the way there's a really loud like 
running water pipe that's just hot. Typical. <laughs> so barley, honestly. If it's not geckos, if it's not the thunder and the storms, if it's not a watering pipe, <laughs> surrender. Surrender to things that I cannot control. Always a test. <laughs> um, so if you can hear that, I'm so sorry. I hope this, I hope this uh, sound is okay. I mean, I did record a potty episode a couple of weeks ago on the beach, which was an absolute hit. You beauts loved it. I got so many messages like, oh my God, I felt like I was at the beach with you. And yeah, so maybe podcasts on the beach are more of a thing. But I'm feeling like a loud pipe isn't such a isn't quite as relaxing or beautiful or you know but we're gonna roll and just trust that it'll come out in the way that it's supposed to as you buttes know if you are a returner to this podcast episode or if you are a newbie um oh my god it's so good to have you so beautiful to have you here welcome 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 um but yeah these podcasts are very open raw vulnerable messy um i don't really edit them i just i just record i record them mostly on my phone i'm recording this one on my phone today it's a big part of what i preach it's like what is perfection like perfectionism can hold us back so much and it's scary i really get it in a world and society where we are literally conditioned and surrounded by perfectionism you know like beauty and materialistic stuff and like all of the external things, advertisements, posters, shops, like we are surrounded, even social media, we are literally surrounded every single day with this reminder of we've got to do better, we've got to look better, we've got to change ourselves, like how exhausting and how confusing is that, you know, so that perfectionism is a whole piece and something that I am still dissolving like my podcast for sure is my messy space where I just show up um same with my stories over on Instagram if you don't follow me over on Instagram it's at Abby Elizabeth Hilton I really show you the humanness of life you know I think social media is amazing I'm so deeply grateful for social media I wouldn't have like the clients that I work with the amazing incredible women that I work with I probably wouldn't have attracted them or connected with them if it hadn't have been for social media so I'm so so deeply grateful um and there's also a point where it is a highlight reel right and we can get very easily fall into the trap of going on Instagram and seeing everyone's perfect lives and all the perfect things that are happening all the amazing things that are happening and I just want to remind you every single person on that Instagram platform like your favorite influencer your favorite coach your favorite celebrity like your favorite reality tv person like your friends people that you met years ago and see on social media like every single one of them has got things underneath the surface where they're just like probably feeling lost, confused, stuck, wanting to cry, have the days where they get out of the bed and they struggle to get out of bed because they're they're feeling down, you know? Every single one of those people that you see online, everyone has the downs too because it's human. It's normal to feel those things. And that's why it's such a big part of my message to show you, Butes, that. So 
in terms of like my stories I very much share openly and vulnerably like on this podcast episode in a way that hopefully shows you boots that there are so many lows just as many as the highs especially being in business as an entrepreneur it's scary so never ever get into that position of feeling like you're in comparisonitis you know, where you go on on Instagram and you just see all of these highs and you get into this space of feeling like, hey, why does my life feel so hard right now? Why does my life feel like I've got more lows than highs? I just want to remind you back to that point of Instagram, predominantly most people's accounts are just a highlight reel. And you really like, I invite you to anyone that you feel, um, overly triggers you or makes you feel uncomfortable or makes you feel down or low in any way your instagram is your instagram it's your home basically right so would you invite people or would you have people into your home that were making you feel uncomfortable or down or sad all of the time i really doubt you would you tell them to go away (laughs) you wouldn't let them in would you It's exactly the same for Instagram. I'm just giving you the permission today and the reminder that you are allowed to unfollow people that don't make you feel good, that don't make you feel um, your best self. Um, Yeah, so just, just, just popping that little reminder there for you, Buttes. But the perfectionism for me definitely shows up in things like my courses or like before before I want to launch a course for you beauties, I want to make sure it's like so, like my heart and soul goes into it. So it's a blessing in disguise. It's so amazing. And it also can hold me back in a way because I pour so much love, affection, compassion, literally heart, soul. Whenever I say this, by the way, beauties, if you've ever watched Matilda, like if you've never watched Matilda, then please get to know because Matilda, oh my God, best film, such an amazing film. I actually need to rewatch it because uh, I haven't watched it in quite a few years and oh my God, it's just such a good film. But whenever I say that, like my heart and soul has gone into it, something in the back of my mind, I think of, um, do you know the cook? Do you know the, the cook who um, bakes the big chocolate cake for Bruce and Bruce eats it? And all the kids are cheering Bruce on, like, you can do it, Bruce. Go, Brucey. You can do it. And poor Bruce is, like, shoving his face with so much chocolate. He looks like he's about to throw up. And the creepy old cook goes, I put my blood, sweat, and tears into that cake. So, eat it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, beauts. I put my blood, sweat and tears into the courses that I create for you, basically. <laughs> also, can we just note again that I share quotes? From... <laughs> I'm sure it was the last solo pod- podcast episode that I recorded. I was sharing a Shrek quote. Standard, literally. Yeah, if you hang around with me for too, lo- too long, if you're in my space, in my energy for too long, you'll pick up on all of these crazy quirks. <laughs> all of these crazy quotes but it gets to the point where I share the same quotes with my friends I have this game um and I mean we can play it (laughs) maybe I should start not sharing what the film is from and just letting you guess so basically it's this game I don't know whether I've made this up I'm going to claim that I've made it up but it's probably like people probably do this anyway (laughs) 
Or maybe I've just made it up literally and you're all like, what the hell, Abs? So this game is, um, I say a line from a film and then you've got a guest line from the film. But what tends to happen is when you've known me for a long period of time, the the film quotes just tend to run on repeat. (laughs) So I'm like gutted when my friends start guessing the quotes because I'm like, how did you know? And they're like, Abs, we've heard this one about 20,000 times. I'm like, oh, okay then. (laughs) Um... So we divert always, but yeah, this this like perfectionism is is a whole thing to heal from, um, and it's 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 a challenge. It's a whole journey because we are surrounded by it every single day, every single day. So yeah, this podcast really acts um, as a reminder that. We don't have to be perfect in order to start. We don't have to know everything or, like, you know, just... We don't have to have the perfect Instagram or or have all the gear or, like, just start because that is truly how we grow. Whatever it is that you have this niggling desire to do right now, I really encourage you to just go for it, you know? Whether it's go to a dance class, but you have the fear that you aren't good at dancing. Well, newsflash, everyone's good at dancing. Like, who tells us what something should look like? You know, dance is, is more about how it feels than how it looks. Like, just reconnecting and moving your body and moving your hips and just being playful. And, oh my gosh, it's the most amazing way to really reconnect with your inner child. We all have an inner child inside of us, literally the version of us when we were a kid. Um, we, we still have her within us. She's with us every single day. And whenever we're scared, whenever we're feeling really low, really down, we just want to cry. But we put all of these protection layers up, these walls up. Oh, here we go, Shrek, these layers like an onion. We place all of these layers up around ourselves to look after ourselves and protect ourselves. They are basically um, like a defense mechanism that we have learned protects it protects ourselves over time through life through experiences and sometimes we have too many layers so that we don't allow ourselves to fully be seen or to allow ourselves to fully um feel all of the emotion and one of the most powerful things that we can do is actually reconnect with our inner child and let her know that she's safe she's safe to be seen and this doing this work, like being in this growth work is so powerful too, because it allows you to come at things with a different perspective, a higher level of awareness and understanding and compassion, not only to yourself, but to other people, because you gain a perspective of why you are showing up in certain ways or why other people are showing up in certain ways. You gain a deeper understanding of you. You come back home to yourself, to your most authentic self, away from the layers that are keeping you protected. Because when we actually can feel each other, when we can feel each other's heart and like each other's emotion, that's where real connection comes. That's where real like friendships and relationships evolve. Um, that deep, intimate, beautiful connection. Um, so... 
yeah, like being in this work and and doing things that scare you, but maybe you're holding yourself back because you're like, oh, well, I'm that you know that perfectionist piece again. Um, maybe you want to go to an art class. Maybe you want to go to a pottery class. Maybe you want to start showing up on social media, but you're holding yourself back because you feel like you don't know enough yet. I'm just wanting to remind you, Buttes, that someone is a few steps behind you. So imagine if just showing up and writing a post or something that's on your mind or an experience that you've moved through, a challenge that you've moved through and you've gained really amazing insight from. Imagine sharing that and helping someone in some kind of way. I truly believe that's all our purpose. I believe you're listening in today because you know deep down that you're here to make an impact. You're here to support, help, guide people, be a teacher, be a mentor, be a coach, whatever that looks like in your timeline, a healer, a mentor. I truly believe that every single one of you buttes listening knows that deep down and you know those protective layers that you've created it's like that inner critic that noise chatter says don't be daft that'll never be you don't be silly no way and that's why it's so beautiful to start to witness start to become become the observer because I've so been there girl so been right in that spot of looking and having that inner knowing, but then not taking the action out of that fear voice telling me that will never be you. And I just, again, like, want to remind you that you can heal from that. You can grow from that. Hey, girl, I'm sorry for interrupting the podcast episode. Well, sorry, not sorry, really, because I'm actually sharing something super exciting with you. So here we are. Just let's pause for a little moment and we'll return back to the podcast episode in a second. I actually have another free masterclass coming your way on the 3rd of April 2022. And it's something that so many of you boots have been asking for. So I feel like it's a long time coming. I'm here to solve all your problems. I get so many of you asking about journaling how to start, where to start, what to write, where to write, (laughs) maybe just like desiring some inspiration. So this is exactly why I have created this masterclass for you. Journaling has literally transformed my life, which is why I'm so passionate about spreading the magic, sharing with you exactly how you can tap into this incredible accessible tool so you too can transform your life and call in all of your dreams that you absolutely deserve. If you are currently feeling lost and have no idea where to start with journaling, but maybe you desire to actually learn so that you can implement it into your life, or maybe you already tap into a little bit of journaling as a practice, but you would like some more inspiration, or maybe you've just totally fallen off the transformational bandwagon and you desire the accountability to start again. Well, if you relate to any of those, this masterclass is for you. Even if you just want like, a cheeky boost of journaling prompts, you know? Come on over, get yourself involved. In this masterclass, I'm gonna be sharing with you some different journaling techniques, and I'm also gonna share you some of my inside sneaky, cheeky secrets to making your journaling practice even more powerful so that it literally becomes your manifestation bestie. Because I know it's my manifestation bestie, it's literally my go-to. So that you can start shifting your internal world and your external world will follow. Literally turn those pages on your ju- of your journal into your reality. 
because it's all possible for you. All of the information for the masterclass is in the show notes. Get yourself on there, in there, saved a spot, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Get your spot saved, girl. It's on the 3rd of April, 10 a.m. UK time. Can't wait to see you there live. It's going to be absolutely vibes, vibes, vibes. If you've been to any of the masterclasses before, you will know all the vibes are brought in this space. Okay, can't wait to see you all there. I Let's get back to this podcast episode, I suppose. Yes, let's go. <laughs> so your message is so needed in the world even if maybe you know maybe there's an opportunity that's come your way to lead a workshop at work or a seminar or do something like an online presentation and maybe you're not going for it because perfectionism is jumping in and being like no and you're holding yourself back um because you're telling yourself that you're not ready or you don't know enough or, yeah, that whole perfectionism piece. And I'm just reminding you that ready is a choice. It's not a feeling. Go for it. And also, what the fuck is perfect? Seriously. Life is literally a practice. And if we just view life every single day as a practice, then we can never fail. So why do we need to show up in our most perfect self? Um, The mess is all so welcome here. So I feel like I've just kind of dived into something. I wasn't even planning on sharing any of that on this podcast episode. But it's all divine. It's all perfect. That's what always happens. And that's what I love about these podcast episodes. Like, I just I just kind of, like, share the message that's present. Sometimes I have an idea of what I want to share on the podcast episodes. And sometimes they go a completely different way. And that's beautiful because... I'm sharing what's on my heart and what's present for me. And I know that you're going to listen to this at a time that you need it most. Or I hope that you take even a little snippet from something that I share on these podcast episodes. So just this podcast from from that share and the whole perfectionist pieces, this project, this project, this podcast, I suppose it is a project for me is a way out of perfectionism is just like showing up in it all and every single part of you girl the messiness the lows the downs the tears the anger the frustration the confusion the loss like every single part of you is so welcome in this space that's the feminine right that is the feminine energy when we just allow ourselves to be just be who we truly are, again, going back from, back to that point of away from the masks, away from the layers of protection, just being and letting ourselves be seen and knowing that we're so safe in all of it. So let's dive into some of these practices, habits, things that I've implemented into my life that have been so transformational and I've really noticed a profound impact. So I hope that you can take something away from this today. I really um, invite you to, if there's something in here that you don't currently do, maybe give it a go. You know, that's how we see whether things work for ourselves. So the first thing that I really wanted to share, and this is something that I did maybe two years ago now, um, and I remember someone sharing this with me, and I was like, oh my gosh, and I've shared this on my Instagram before. I'm not sure whether I've ever mentioned it on my my uh, podcast, which is exactly why I wanted to just kind of do this summary and talk about these little things that I've implemented 
um, just all in one episode, you know? So, oh, beauts, if you struggle with your phone and being distracted by your phone, if you struggle to get into a workflow, if you struggle to focus, then this is the one for you. Like, even if you just take this away today, it's so simple. I can't believe, like, people still have not done this. Like, I'm like, I don't know how I would be able to function if I had, hadn't have done this. If I, if I, to this day, had notifications on my phone. There you go, I've said it. So, turning off your notifications is an absolute game changer. So two and a half years ago, I personally started in, oh wait, it'll be, it'll be more than that now, maybe three years ago. Whoa, no way. Two and a half, coming up to three years. Gosh, that's terrifying. Where has that time gone? Wow. How much I've grown and evolved since that very first step of like joining the entrepreneurial space and joining the online space and joining the personal growth development space and Oh my gosh. Wow, wow, wow. Interesting. Sorry, just a little moment there. Moment of reflection. But when I started out in network marketing, I noticed that I became so addicted to my phone. I was like waking up in the morning and the first thing I was doing was checking my messages because I had so many notifications that pop up. And you know how it is. If you wake up in the morning and I personally use my phone for meditation, it's the only thing and that's something else I'll dive into. Um one of the points that I'll dive into, but I personally don't check my phone in a morning. The only thing I look at it for is for my meditation because I usually go to meditations on YouTube. So obviously I have to check it. Like, as in like go onto the app. That's the only thing that I do, go onto the YouTube app. So like, you know, if there's a notification that's popped up from WhatsApp or Instagram or Facebook, and you can see either who it's from, or maybe you can even see a slight bit of the message, straight away your mind's already working. It's already thinking like, what is that person saying? Oh my gosh, I need to check it. There is then no way, if you do implement meditation in your morning practice, there's then no way you're going to be able to focus and deeply drop in without checking that message course like it's human isn't it it's totally human to want to check that message so why not protect yourself and take away that distraction so then it prevents that possibility of waking up and having to check the messages straight away messages first thing in the morning also can be super triggering and this is also why i really recommend that you don't go on social media first thing in the morning Social media, as I've shared already in this podcast episode, I'm so deeply grateful. And there are parts of it that we need to be careful with and just be aware of to protect ourselves, look after ourselves, an act of self-love and self-care. Our brains aren't physically wired to take in so much information and such a wide range of information so quickly, especially in the morning. Like the scientific research which, which shows this. The first thing when you if you if the first thing you do when you wake up is go onto your Instagram and start scrolling, then you are so much more likely to be prone to be triggered by things that you see on Instagram. Think about it. You might read a post that really like you you might wake up on a certain day and you might be feeling really tender and sensitive and gen- and and like emotional on that particular day for whatever reason. And we can use Instagram, our phones, 
all of the things to distract that emotion and prevent ourselves from truly feeling. And that's why I also think it's super powerful, again, to do a meditation first thing in the morning, because it allows you to really check in with yourself for the day and and really notice what those emotions are so that you're not taking those emotions into the rest of your day and getting completely triggered left, right and centre from someone um, maybe just making a, a comment that's that wouldn't trigger you on other days. So you might go on social media first thing in the morning as soon as you wake up and you might be feeling like a little bit more sensitive on that particular day, a bit more tender and you read something and then it really triggers you and then that will then just spiral into the rest of your day. You might be snappier, you might be more argumentative, you might be easily triggered, more easily triggered by any little thing throughout your day. Likewise, like it is an emotional roller coaster on Instagram, especially in the morning when you're first waking up. Your brain waves are so. When you first wake up, your brain waves are in a certain. I think it's theta brainwave when you first wake up. Now, don't quote me on that. I'm not a a, a brainwave scientist, specialist, brainwave specialist. Is that the thing? I don't know. But they're in a certain um, frequency. They're in a certain wave as soon as you wake up in the morning. So. Um, that is also going back to my point, I've kind of squished these two together and it probably will fold like that rather than being like point one, point two, point three, it'll probably just all unfold. Um, is meditating first thing in the morning as soon as you wake up is so powerful because of that brainwave. So if you're going straight onto your social media and you're looking straight on there, then yeah, going back to that point of like, you are going to be easily more triggered. So number one, if you find yourself in this trap of going on social media and or looking at your messages, take away that um, temptation by by turning off your messages, by turning off your mo- notifications. I don't have any notifications on my phone apart from the pattern. The pattern is an app. Really recommend it. You, uh, it's like an astrology spiritual app. It's unbelievable how aligned it is to your life. It's crazy. Really recommend it. I'll pop it in the show notes. Um, uh, it's Yeah, it's powerful. You put your, da- your date of birth, the time that you were born, where you were born, and it aligns all of the planets and all of the things. It's so juicy. If you're into astrology, I'd really recommend. So I think that's the only notification that I actually have upon my phone. My WhatsApps are turned off. My Instagram is turned off. My Facebook is turned off. Like every single thing that could be a potential distraction to me is turned off so that I am not tempted to turn over in the morning and get out of bed and go and get my phone and go on my messages because I see the message pop up, you know, take away the temptation, take away the distraction and not just a first thing in the morning piece also when you're working you know maybe you're in a solid workflow and all of a sudden your best mate texts you your partner texts you your mum your dad like your sister whoever texts you and it pops up on your phone and then you're like and then you're distracted you obviously want to jump in and look at that message so it actually requires you to go into the app to see any messages and then you can give yourself more um like present space when you're checking those messages. Buttes, I don't know whether you can relate, but if I open a message when I'm distracted and I'm like, oh, I'll get back to that later, I completely forget. So like, that's why it's so important to have more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? More, 
intentional, more intentional time when you're getting back to messages or more, more intentional space when you're looking at your messages and getting back to them rather than being in a workflow and getting distracted and then before you know it, an hour's gone by and you're deep in conversation or you're deep in an Instagram scroll hole because Instagram has popped up a notification that so-and-so is going live and all of a sudden you find yourself on this live and oh my God, you get the vibe. Also, pretty sure there's an, um, there's a documentary that I watched a couple of years ago on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called. Is it like The Social Experiment or something? Oh my gosh, Buttes, if you've not watched it, give it a watch on Netflix. It literally talks about how this is, like, the apps are designed to distract us. The apps are designed to want us to be on their app for as long as possible. Of course they do, because that's their that's that's their selling point that's what they they're selling like their app to the more time that people spend on the app the better the app does doesn't it so makes sense so take away the distraction of um any form of notification so that's number one um another one that i briefly touched on there is um if you struggle to get up in the morning first thing when your alarm goes off I really recommend having your phone on the other side of the room, okay? Or outside of the room, like, you know, if you're in a, an apartment, like in your kitchen or like just outside your room. For me personally, I had this fear that I wouldn't hear my alarm in the morning um, when I had it outside of the room. So for me, it feels more comfortable having it on the opposite side of the room. So I always have it placed on my desk, plugged in, charged on the other side of my room, one, not only does this support me in getting up in the morning because I physically have to get up and out of my bed to turn my alarm off. So there's no potential of snoozing the alarm. There's no potential of like just ignoring the alarm or like there's no potential or I don't say no potential. There's a lower potential of you rolling over and then just like going on your phone and start scrolling. Like, why is it that we are just in this habit of just having our phones plugged in at the side of our bed? Like, what is that about? Why are we so addicted to our phones that we feel like we need to literally sleep next to them? Like, when you actually think of it like that, that's hilarious. And, and like, and also, it's hilarious. And also, it's so normal. Like, before I heard, I can't even remember where I, like, picked up this little... Um, practice from or this little habit of sleeping with my phone on the opposite side of the room I, I can't remember if I remember who taught me this I'd share but I cannot remember um like I remember them sharing that with me and I thought it was like I was like oh my god I was mind blown I couldn't believe that I, I was like that that it also felt weird I was like why would I do that now obviously having doing that for like two years I would never sleep with my phone at the side of my bed. It's way too tempting. I totally admit that. It is way too tempting to roll over, just pick it up, and before you know it, you're on Instagram first thing in the morning. Or roll over and you can turn your alarm off and you don't actually need to get up out of your bed. So having your phone on the other side of the room, really amazing to actually make you get up out of bed to turn your alarm off if you're not an early bird per if you're not an early person. If you're not a morning person, if you find yourself stuck in the tra- trap of uh, putting your f- uh, phone on snooze, and also it prevents that 
um, or it reduces the opportunity for you to just grab your phone and start like lying in bed and spending hours in the morning in bed on your phone. Because then again, the morning is such, for me, the morning is such a sacred, amazing time. And I really encourage you to start utilizing your time more effectively. Like so many of my clients, when we do, when we talk about like morning practices, morning routines, just having your morning to yourself, um, a most common um, objection or fear that comes up is this piece of not having time. I don't have time in the morning. I have to get up. I've got to make breakfast. I've got to get to work. Da, 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 da. And we always uncover the amount of time that's actually spent like either scrolling in the morning whilst you're eating your breakfast. Like there's so much wasted time. There's so much time that actually then could be used to help support you and ground you so that you're feeling centered to absolutely attack and smash your day. Oh gosh, you you know, I'm sure if you've ever dove into any kind of um, morning practices, I'm sure you've experienced the feeling of like clarity and calmness that you then enter your day in as opposed to when you wake up last minute, you are really short on time. I know (laughs) I'm an absolute whirlwind. Like in the past, when, like before I um, dedicated my time to myself in the morning, before I even knew what a morning practice was, I was an absolute whirlwind. And then that would just ricochet into the rest of our day, into the rest of my day. So, um, yes, phone on the other side of the room is really powerful. Give it a go. Uh, The next little piece is meditation. Meditation is a practice. I actually started meditation properly. I mean, I'd probably dip my toes in in the past, but in 2020 during lockdown, um, in Melbourne lockdown, everyone's lockdown was intense. Like everyone had an, a whole intense experience about lockdowns. And um, I was in Melbourne personally, and it was very strict. Um, we couldn't leave like past a certain time. Like there was um, curfews and it went on for pretty much a year. So that's really when I tapped into my meditation journey. And I slipped on and off the meditation journey as we do with lots of habits you know when we want to implement a new habit it takes time to actually implement it it takes dedication it takes consistency and it is a practice because our mind always looks for the easier route i've shared this in a podcast episode before like see your mind as a computer as a machine pretty much right and a machine is wired in a way that it can actually um, create things or do things in the quickest, easiest, most known way. It's literally programmed to do that. Our minds are exactly the same. Our, we will fall into a habit that is more well-known and feels easier as opposed to a new habit because it takes time to rewire a program into your mind so that then is introduced as a new, easier habit. So for example, If you're in a habit at the minute of rolling over and going on your phone first thing in the morning and scrolling on your Instagram, then that is going to take time for you to rewire that programming. It's going to take time to remove that habit. It's going to take patience. It's going to take consistency. It's going to take you holding yourself accountable. As a lot like as as a lot of things in this growth journey it really takes holding ourselves accountable to things. And that's why it's really powerful to actually have a coach, someone who is a few steps ahead or who is at a space where they've moved through 
the experience that you are currently moving through and they can hold the space for you and hold you accountable when you are slipping, when you're falling back into your old habits, when the limiting beliefs are cropping up for you again and trying to hold you back. They can almost act as your higher self, as your higher voice to remind you of your why, to remind you of the new habits that you're implementing. Uh, and it just makes the journey so much easier. And it almost it almost feels like you grow faster because you've got that solid support and structure to help you through the time. You're not trying to just do it on your own. Honestly, like truly, truly grateful for having the coaches, the mentors, the group programs in my life. There's no way I'd have grown in the way that I've grown or be in the space that I'm in if it hasn't, if it wasn't for those coaches and mentors. And I will forever have like a mentor and support system or a coach, I will invest in myself forevermore because I feel like our whole life is a growth journey Um, and we're forever unfolding and uncovering pieces of ourselves that we didn't know existed, like beliefs, conditioning, fears, emotions, um, reconnecting with our true self, our most authentic self. So actually having a support system, someone to guide you, support you, a coach to hold you through that time, is so fucking powerful. So, so powerful. So just know if you've set the intention to implement a new habit into your routine, it is going to take time. It's going to take consistency. And also don't beat yourself up about it if you fall off the bandwagon slightly applaud yourself and celebrate yourself if you've recognized that you have fallen off the bandwagon and the fact that you've got the awareness that you have done that you might even notice how different your day unfolds when you when you don't do that particular practice or um, implement a certain tool within your day maybe you feel um, not as grounded in your day as centered maybe you are triggered easier maybe you feel more emotional maybe you just like feel shaken you know that feeling of just like being like really shaken by little things throughout your day maybe it's because you've fallen off the bandwagon of doing certain practices whether it's your meditation whether it's your journaling whether it's your affirmations whether it's your tapping all of these different practices things that I support the women I work with do all of these practices are going to support you in showing up as your higher self, your best self, um, and moving through any emotions and pieces that are blocking you. So meditation is a practice that I honestly, one of these practices that I notice myself, if I don't do it in the morning, it does impact my day. I pretty much meditate every single morning because I have literally implemented it as an automatic practice because I've been doing it now for like two years and again this I just want to remind you Boots this has been a journey that it was not like this straight away and there are still days where say for example I've got a really early morning call or say for example like I don't know going on like a trip or like, like I remember going on to Mount Batal, woke up at crazy o'clock in the morning or, you know, there's certain pieces um, that can come up in life because that is fucking life at the end of the day where um, I've not meditated in the morning because I've had to jump straight onto the call because it's so much earlier. Um, and I've just noticed how it has impacted my day. And therefore, what I do is then implement the meditation at different time of the day. Just because you don't do your morning routine, maybe, for example, you've woke up a little bit late, 
okay, it happens and you don't got time in the morning to do that, then that doesn't mean you just don't do any of those practices throughout your day. Give yourself time, space, permission to then create the time in your day to implement those practices. Maybe it's at dinner time, lunch time, wherever you're from. I call it dinner, was a bird, west, uh, north girl, what, west, what are we on about? We're sad. Um, north England girls call it dinner. It's dinner or lunch if you're from south or wherever else you are in the world. I know Aussie, Aussie gals call it lunch as well. So um, implement it in the evening when you've come back from work, just before you go into bed, you know? Um, but the reason why meditation is super powerful in the morning is because, again, going back to this wave, um, brainwave, when you wake up in the morning, you're in a particular uh, brainwave, which actually allows you to drop into meditation easier and have more presence. It's almost like before your brain is fully wakened and before your monkey mind starts to tune in. So like, I know for me, when I very first started, started meditation and I started implementing it into my practice, my monkey mind was crazy. And there's still days today where I try to drop into a meditation and my, my monkey mind is just like, all of the to-do list, all of the things that I need to do. Like, I even start thinking like, oh, what am I having for tea tonight? Like, you know, just random thoughts. Like, oh, I wonder what Je- Jenny down the road is doing. You know, just really stupid, crazy things. Like, it's hilarious to just re- witness and observe your mind. That's also why it's so powerful, meditation anyway. But um, if you do it first thing in the morning, again, it actually, like, it, all of these little things create greater opportunity for success. Or, like, for, for a, an, like, a... Um, a more fulfilled morning, should I say, you know, because what is success? Like, what is your definition of a successful morning? Your definition is completely different to mine and someone else's and someone else's. So all of these little things, like, they help to create you, they help to create a space for a more fulfilled morning without the temptation of greater distraction or to just not do it. So, I personally set myself up for success of this meditation practice by having my earphones on the side of my bed so that first thing in the morning, I have to wake up, I turn my alarm off, I then bring my phone to the side of my bed, I go to YouTube and get a meditation, I put my earphones straight in and I meditate. And my brainwave, because I've literally just woke up, my brainwave is in a more um, receptive mode to allow me to be more present and drop into meditation. Now, that's not to say like, that won't always happen. Some days you might wake up and straight away you've got all of these thoughts. Maybe you've got a stressful day ahead. But again, meditation can be super beautiful to help ground you into and get you ready for that day. So um, I really encourage you, Boots, to tap into meditation. Like I say, it takes consistency. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes patience. I remember the first time I did it, I was like, what the fuck even is this? Like, is it working? And that is such a like uh, a logistical uh, societal way of thinking like we're literally conditioned to be like that like is it working like what's is it you know and I just take you back to this the more that you do it you create a feeling it's like an it's like a feeling of inner peace of inner clarity and um the more that you tap into this meditation the more that you're able to drop into it because um you create that safe space away from the monkey mind dropping in so quickly um, and again, it's like it creates a neural pathway in your mind that it then just becomes a habit and your body knows what to expect. So you're able to drop into it easy because you feel safer, you feel more relaxed, you feel more present, you feel more at ease, 
all of those things, you're not thinking, is this working? Is this doing, am I doing it right? Oh my God, that was a massive one for me. I don't know whether you can relate. Am I doing this right? Am I like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. Oh, so funny. All of the thoughts that come up when you do meditation, you first um, starting out on the journey. So yeah, I've created a a really beautiful habit now of rolling over in the morning, getting my earphones, turning off my alarm, putting my earphones straight in. Um, and it's like I've created that neural pathway to just do that now. And you buttes can do it too. And also it's a journey. It doesn't happen overnight. Like there, there was weeks on end where I would not meditate and then I'd be like, oh shit, yeah, I've fallen off the bandwagon. I've fallen off the practice of meditation and I really noticed it. Um, and, and I didn't, you know, like we don't beat ourselves up about it. We just notice it. We witness it. We realize that it's actually something that can be super powerful and the impact that it does have, have when we do it. And then we just implement it back into our practice again. And before we know it, the more times we do something, the, the more, the stronger that, that, that wire gets in your brain, that programming gets. And before you know it, it just becomes an automatic process, just like brushing your teeth, just like going to the loo in the morning, just like eating your breakfast if you are a breakfast person, you know, all of those automatic processes that you do without even thinking, you can then create a habit like meditation as that. And it takes consistency, practice, time, commitment, accountability, all of the icky stuff, all of the things that feel hard. Your brain will just try to stay safe and stay comfortable and be like, no, no. I'd rather you just roll over and scroll on Instagram because that feels more comfortable and easier. But we know that's not aligned with our higher self buttes. We know that if we want to truly grow and step into the very best version of ourselves, if we want to call in all of the amazing, expansive, incredible opportunities that are literally just waiting for us to align with them, Oh my gosh, if we want to call in our hopes, dreams and desires, if we want to chase our dreams, like all of that magic stuff, then we've got to do something different. We've got to change something that's not working for us today. More than likely, that three hours in the morning, that hour in the morning that you're spending just kind of procrastinating and scrolling and not really knowing what's going on, that could be time really dedicated to filling your cup up so that you're feeling amazing and grounded um, ready to go and have an amazing, amazing day. So that was another little pointer, meditation. First thing in the morning, I find super powerful. I've recently actually started implementing meditation of an evening as well. Um, I actually was having a chat with my beautiful friend, Anya, and um, I've done meditations in the evening before, but it's not yet a habit. I have to consciously think about it. I have. It's not automatic. And I was having a chat actually on the podcast episode with my beautiful friend Anya and she was talking about evening practices and I really came, like we were having a chat on the podcast episode and I shared there that I was like, oh, evening practice for me isn't something that isn't quite as automatic. Like I could definitely improve my evening practice and she gave a really, go and listen to the podcast episode. It's amazing. Um, She's an absolute queen. And she talks about like, yeah, the last thing you think about in the evening is what you then go into your next day with. And I was like, oh my God, that makes like, yeah, that makes so much sense. So if you're going to bed feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, confused, like, thinking already about how stressful tomorrow is going to be that's literally what you enter tomorrow in the energy of so it's like how can you implement things into your evening that actually support you into going to bed feeling really at peace and like relaxed so that that's how you wake up so it could be journaling it could be meditation for me personally i'm trying to uh not trying i am trying insinuates that 
I don't know, the word trying. A mentor in the past has reflected that he actually never uses the word trying. He doesn't even allow his kids to use the word trying in their vocabulary. Um, because, yeah, he said trying kind of implements that, um, that there's failure. Like, you're going to try and do something. And I really hear that. So, um, yeah. So, I am implementing meditations in the evening. And it's not automatic yet. Yet. So watch this space, meditations, that is going to be an automatic process in time to come. Um, all right, what's another cheeky little thing that I implemented into my life that has been really um, beautiful? Um, oh, I just made a little list of the ones that came to mind um, when I was like, when I had the download hat to do this, this podcast, I just made a few, so yeah, meditate, oh, journaling before bed, it can be super powerful, I've kind of touched on that, it's like a brain dump before bed, you know, like, if you're a person who really struggles to fall asleep, because you catch yourself overthinking, uh, journaling is a beautiful way to basically dump out your thoughts, your brain onto paper, so that you're not overthinking, you know, oh my gosh, there's nothing worse is it when you get into bed, and you fall into sleep, and then all of a sudden you think about something that you forgot about in the day, and you're like, oh my god, I must remember that tomorrow, and like, actually journaling on that before bed, or like, just having a bit of a mind dump, you probably would have uncovered that thing that you forgot earlier, before actually getting into bed, and then that just creates more space, and more clarity, and more peace, um, so yeah, journaling, brain dumps before bed are super, super powerful. Um, oh, reducing screen time is a really, really like, yeah, especially if you're on the screen with your laptop, um, and it, 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 this is a hard one, like, like this one, even I struggle with. Um, especially working from my phone and my laptop, um, and it, <laughs> it's a sneaky one, isn't it? Because it's like, uh, like messages and things. It can feel quite overwhelming when you're like, oh my gosh, no, I've gone over my phone, my phone time for today. But even just taking the step of being aware of how much time that you're actually spending on your phone can be really powerful. So um you if you've got an iphone i'm sure it's probably available on other phone these days as well but on your iphone it gives you a, a weekly estimate of how much time you've actually spent on your phone and i actually just be, become more aware of that and i also just notice um energetically when i've spent too much time on my phone and on my screen because i feel it when we start to tune into our emotions or our, or our energy when we start to become aligned and understand our own energy we can notice when we're expending too much energy on other people other things our phone our laptop our screens you know when you think about it if you're working from a laptop and then you come home and you watch netflix and then you're on your phone either scrolling or you know messaging people like that's a lot of screen time and like again we we are the same as our grandparents and our great grandparents and our great great grandparents, right? We're all humans. We're 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 created in the same way. We've got genes. We've got DNA. Our bodies. So we're not all of a sudden superhuman and have these superhuman eyes that actually are able to, um, are able to absorb light 
like artificial blue light easier like our screen easier you know like think it can have health implications of course it can if we overuse our phones like many many years ago when we didn't have phones they didn't have this problem of of being addicted to their phone you know um so it's like just bringing the awareness to that like i think how yeah it it surely and it does have implications to our eye health and our energy as well so just being aware of it just taking note of it and i so get it it's hard it's difficult it's a challenge we love a good challenge though buttes don't we as like uh like just having the awareness is so powerful and just again um always coming back to what would my higher self do in this situation like what would my higher self choose to do? Um, is it reducing my screen time? Is it just becoming more aware? Is it setting the intention to to have less screen time? Beautiful. Go with that. Um, oh, yeah. I feel pretty complete, I think. I think I've shared, like, most of the little pointers, like, turning off notifications, um not going on your on your phone first thing in the morning um sleeping with your phone on the opposite side of the room meditating as soon as you wake up journaling before bed reducing your screen time and then i suppose the last thing and i mean i have really touched on it kind of but it's just like carving out some time in your morning that is just literally for you um and i am not a big like i think on my journey of personal growth, I used to have a really strict personal, like, morning routine where I was, like, I'd spend this amount of time journaling, this amount of time doing meditations, this amount of time doing affirmations, and I think that's a really beautiful opening to have if you're new to morning practices and you kind of wake up and think, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, like, you wake up and you're like, what even am I supposed to do, having a little bit of, like, masculine structure, the masculine rails around your morning can be really helpful at the start of your journey, so I really encourage that if you are new to morning practices, so that you have that kind of waking up and knowing what you're moving into, as you dive deeper into your journey, if you've been journaling for quite some time, if you've implemented meditation, if you already have morning space in your in your morning, then just allowing creative flow of how your morning wants to look can be super powerful. Like you might wake up and you might have an hour that you dedicate to yourself. I really recommend even if you can fit in half an hour buttes. Maybe you have to wake up at like half six or seven to get to work. Just getting yourself up even 15 minutes earlier. You could like you could do a meditation in that time. You could have a little journaling session. You could have a little dance party. You could even go on a quick 15 minute walk before you start getting ready just creating that little opening, that space in the morning that's dedicated to you, honestly, is life-changing, so that you're grounded going into your day, so that your cup is filled, that you're not going into your day as a whirlwind, triggered, messy, confused, lost, ah, stressed out woman, you know, 
So like, give your, honour yourself. You deserve that time in the morning that's, that's dedicated to you. Doing the things that truly fill your cup up, whatever that looks like for you. And like I say, maybe you start out really having quite a structured routine of, okay, I've got half an hour. I'm going to fill this half an hour with a little walk and a meditation. Or I'm going to fill this half an hour with my affirmations and my journaling session. And just know that this morning practice can change and adapt as you grow and adapt as well, you know? I personally, and I found this really beneficial, I'm going to share it in case it helps in a way. I have a list of all the things that I know really fill me up. And I have it at the side of my bed so that when I wake up, I personally carve out at least, like I have an hour where I wake up first in the morning and I use the hour that's really for me. Before I go on my phone, before I check my messages, before I start anything to do with business, before I respond to my friends' messages, before I do anything else, I spend that hour just dedicated to me. Now, now I'm in the space of waking up and I'm like, my meditation I do every morning, that is like a solid practice that I, I um, do automatically most mornings. Um... However, I tap into journaling some mornings and some mornings I don't feel like journaling. I feel like going on a walk or a bike ride or some mornings I feel like like putting on my music and dancing. Some mornings I do my affirmations like like sometimes I have a specific affirmation that I'm saying over a period of time to really help and support a shift in a belief that's shown up for me. And therefore, I will say that affirmations like that will be my morning practice for 30 days or you know all of the all of these things that you can tap into um and when you start to get to know your yourself and when you can tune into what you truly need in a morning that is really beautiful because then you can start to mold your morning in 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 relation to how you're feeling on that day because at the end of the day the way you wake up on a monday morning would be completely different as the way that you wake up on, for example, a Thursday morning or a Friday or a Saturday or Sunday, you are you are human. Especially as women, our hormones change every single day. We are like different every single day. So that's why it's really beautiful to drop into the feminine of kind of um, of um, like of of changing and adapting and moving and flowing that's the word i was looking for flowing feminine flow away from too many structures you've got the hour maybe or half an hour or 20 minutes of your morning that's the masculine rails that's the structure that you know you've got in order to fill your cup up and then you can fill that time in the morning up with things that you need in that moment by tuning into what you need depending on what it is or how you're feeling in that day. Maybe it's journaling, maybe it's your affirmations, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's going on a walk in nature, you know, maybe it's going on a bike ride, maybe it's a little bit of yoga, maybe it's just silence, just sitting with yourself. Maybe you want to do a little bit of a reading, or maybe you want to listen to a podcast. Like, what is that hour looking like for you? What is that half an hour looking like for you? What is that morning space, that ritual, sacred morning space for you in order to fill your cup up, in order for you to align and feel grounded so that you're moving into the rest of your day, serving others, serving the world, in your job, in your roles, in your like home life, your, with your relationships, with your sisterhood, with your partners, whatever it is, you're pouring from an overflowing cup and not an empty one. 
and that's truly how we can show up as the best version of ourselves and actually support other people as the best version of us. So, Beauts, I really hope this podcast episode helps in some kind of way today. It was a little bit of a different podcast episode. I feel like it was more of, um, I don't know, just sharing little pieces. I really hope that you can take something away from it and you can implement it into your life and that it helps and supports you in some kind of way. Thank you for being here as always. If you if you did learn anything or if you were like, if it was something like, if there was something I shared for you today and you were like, oh my God, yeah, I, I've heard about that before, but I forgot about it or I want to actually implement that. I would love to hear all about it over on my Instagram. I also so appreciate, like I can't even explain how much I appreciate your love and support on this po- podcast episode. I think my 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 um, message is the, way, the best way for my message to get out there and by more people to tune into this podcast and like I've had messages from people like oh I so and so um recommended your podcast so I'm listening now and like I've learned this and da, da, da. and it's just it's so incredible it's so beautiful so the way that the magic from within is actually expanding and getting into more ears is down to you boots sharing it and like I can't explain how deeply deeply grateful I am for that like that is so beautiful and so powerful and it means the absolute world. Like the fact that you're supporting and helping me to get this message out to more people is is fucking insane. So yeah, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, just by sharing it on your socials gets it to your community, gets it to more people by talking about it, by putting it on your stories, on, on whatever, you know, like it really helps more than you even know. And I like, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. So if you felt like this episode helped in some kind of way, if you're safe and in a space where you can do so, I would so appreciate you giving it a cheeky screenshot, giving me a tag over on my Instagram. I always, always reshare and I always respond back. I love connecting with you, Boots, and just knowing who is actually listening. Like, it feels so cool and so amazing to put a face to the listeners. Like, it's amazing. All right, Boots, I hope you have the most amazing day. Thank you for being here. I'm so proud of you for being on this journey. And I'm sending you so much love.